Welcome to The Real Deal with Jason Silverman, the podcast dedicated to helping you build the business of your dreams and live the life you always hoped for, with valuable and fun tips and info to make your life easier and more fun. And now, here's your host, a man who sprinkles metal shavings on his breakfast cereal just for fun, Jason Silverman. And welcome to The Real Deal, Jason Silverman. I'm your host, Jason Silverman, and I'm thrilled to share some time with you today. As you know, I'm always in the hunt for interesting as well as super smart Real Deal guests. And I gotta tell you, today's show is a winner. I want to introduce my listeners to somebody who's truly been there and done that, and I'm excited to pick her brain for your benefit today. Now, for the folks who I work with in any of my coaching programs, or Powerful Words Character Development, All-Star Cheer Sites, or even the Jason's Army Mastermind Group, you know how much I focus on the importance of running a business that you love, and one that's love-based, correct? Well, the show is going to help us to do just that, so today it's going to be my honor and privilege to share an amazing resource with you. You're going to love today's guest. She's got a ton of valuable and real-world info about something that I consider to be really one of those missing topics um, in most of our educational um, experiences. So today's show is going to be a blast. As I'm sure you already know, I'm committed to helping business owners just like you to become more successful, enjoy your career more, and in general, make your life significantly more fun. We only get one ride on this merry-go-round, so uh, let's make sure it's one hell of a ride. Alrighty, boys and girls, it is now that time. I want you to stop surfing Facebook, put away your phone, your tablet, your dog, your cat, your spouse, anything that might possibly distract you from today's show. You're about to get some great and immediately implementable information, and I don't want you to miss even a second of it. So, <clears throat> before we officially get going, let me give you a little bit of background about our special guest expert today. Michelle P.W. is the best-selling author of the Love-Based Business series of books that teaches people how to build a business they love and that loves them back, and the owner of the Love-Based Copywriting and Marketing Company that provides done-for-you services to help entrepreneurs attract more clients and boost their business. You can check out tons of free resources to help you build a love-based business and live a love-based life on her blog, including the Love-Based Money Podcast, and a love-based business kit over at www.lovebasedbiz.com. That's L-O-V-E-B-A-S-E-D-B-I-Z.com. Michelle, welcome to The Real Deal. I'm thrilled to have you today. Well, thank you. I'm so thrilled to be here, too. Yay, yay. Well, listen, before we get started, for those who haven't yet had the opportunity and pleasure of meeting you or hearing you speak or reading your books, take a second, if you would, and share your story with our listeners. What are you passionate about? What makes you tick? Who is Michelle P.W.? <laughs> How long do we have? <laughs> you just keep, um, you just keep on going. I, so um, so what so what I so I started off life as a, I guess I'm passionate about writing. I taught myself to read when I was three years old because I wanted to write stories so badly. And oh, <coughs> excuse me, I'm a little cough. Because um, then when I got into high school, you know, I was casting around for something to do while I wrote my books and. You know, everyone kept saying, why don't you be a journalist? And I'm like, ugh, it's the last thing I want to be. So then, uh, so so I still kept looking. And finally, I was in college when I kind of fell into this whole, you know, realm of copywriting, which is not, to be clear, you know, this is not about um, protecting intellectual property. So that's all lawyers and government and other unpleasant things. What copywriting is, um, and it's spelled C-O-P-Y-W-R-I-T-I-N-G, is writing promotional materials for business. 
And the deeper I got into it, I realized that there's actually different types of copywriting. And one of the things that I chose to specialize in is something called direct response copywriting, which is um, a way to leverage your marketing and your sales. So basically, direct response copywriting um, is, you know, it, what it does is it, 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 it has, it does the work for you. It makes sales for you. So those are the pieces of copy that you get, like an email that says, click here, you know, click on this link. Um, you know, you go to a page and it says, um, you know, put, put in your name and email address for a free something, or you're scrolling down forever. Those long sales pages say, thinking to yourself, you know, how much is this stupid thing? And does anybody read these things anyways? You know, all of that is considered direct response. And what it is, it's really, it's, it's really a way of creating, you know, like a sales force that doesn't require, you know, eating, sleeping, vacation time, commissions, all of that other great stuff. So it's, it's, it's really a good thing. The problem is, is that it, um, a lot of, you know, and you might have felt the same thing. You might have run into some of this, um, sales copy over the years and really felt like it was very manipulative, um, very salesy, very slimy, very inauthentic and just, you know, really didn't like it. And as if you were, you know, and, and if you're looking to use it in a business, uh, you know, you may not have wanted to use, even though that's what you've been told that you should use, you know, you didn't want to use it because it felt this way. And then of course the problem is, is that if you don't use it, you know, like what I said before, it's all about leverage. So if you don't use it, you're severely hampering yourself because at that hampering yourself because you can't, you have to do all the work yourself. You have to go out and get all the leads yourself. You have to follow up on your follow up by yourself. And then of course, once you get the sale, you need to actually, you know, do the work. So it really just, it, it, if you don't use direct response copy and marketing in your business, it, you are kind of destined to stay small. I mean, it's going to be really, really hard for you to grow without it. So it was kind of really a horrible choice. You know, either use the salesy, slimy, you know, inauthentic sounding stuff or not grow. And, but that was really what the choice was for a long time. And then, um, and, and which is why we're kind of where I came into the picture because I had all these friends that were saying to me about 10 years ago, um, Michelle, why don't you come up with a new way of writing copy that is, that works and doesn't sound so salesy and inauthentic and slimy. And I said, uh, and they gave me names, like they they called it uh, conscious copywriting and attraction copywriting. But I didn't want to go there. I didn't want to change. I didn't want to create like an other. I wanted to change the direct response copywriting industry. And quite honestly, I also fought them anyways because I kind of felt like, well, there's all those great copywriting books out there already. What do I? What what can I add to it? But you know, eventually, eventually, um, in 2014. I was working with a friend of mine, and uh, she had a book that she came out with, Love-Based Marketing. And I looked at that, and I thought, Love-Based Copywriting. And I thought, well, what's the reverse of Love-Based Copywriting? The opposite. It is Fear-Based Copywriting. And that's when the whole kind of philosophy downloaded into me. So now I'm kind of on a quest to go out there and teach, because in the, and the more I've taught this, the more I realize how just everything we've created, a lot of it is created kind of on this foundation of fear. But it doesn't have to be. So I'm really out educating. That's how I kind of look at it. This is I'm educating people on the choice that you can choose to build things on love or you can choose to build things on fear. 
and uh, and and you know it's your choice. Both are valid, but I want to kind of teach you both ways so that you can make a, uh, an informed decision. I love this. I love everything about what you're saying. And, um, after spending so many years uh, ingrained in the direct response world um, and coming out with the whole yuck factor, this uh, this sounds fabulous. So I'm, I'm pretty excited to dig, to dig in. <laughs> yeah, it's and and the reason why we kind of got into the love and fear is all emotions fall under love and fear, love or fear, not you know one or the other. So that's it's not the opposite of love isn't hate really. The opposite love is actually the opposite of love is actually fear. And uh, and, and when you want to tap, it, it doesn't really matter what you if you want. You, we are we are every day. We are trying to talk somebody into doing something. So, you know, you can look at direct response copy or sales, you know, something that you're, you're doing because you want to, you know, persuade somebody to buy from you. And that can feel to some people that can that can already feel like you're manipulating them. But if you really want to be truthful, our everyday existence, we're, we're trying to manipulate somebody. If you really want to look at it that way. I mean, you're trying when every time you try to get your kids to go to bed at a certain hour, it, you know, you're, you're, you're trying to persuade them. I prefer not to use the word manipulating, but, you know, there's, uh, there's, there's, there's an element of persuasion going on uh, all the time in our daily lives. And if you want to, if you want to um, impact somebody's action, you have to tap into their emotions. So you can tap into fear-based emotions or love-based emotions. You know, it's your choice. But that's, that's kind of how this whole thing sort of came about. It's just simply... It's just, it's just simply part of the way we communicate. You know, are you communicating because you're tapping into fear-based emotions or love-based emotions? Hmm. That's so interesting. Well, I, I want to, I want to kind of dig in if you're, uh, if you're open to it. Yes. Yes. So, of you know, tell me this, you know, I feel like you've laid the tracks nicely on this, but what exactly like specifically is love-based copy? Yeah. And then, and actually on the same note, you talked about fear, um, and I, I get that, and obviously I, I've learned that aspect. Why do you feel that love-based copy is better than fear-based copy? So why do I – okay, so – so okay, so I guess I'll answer the second the the second one first. Why I feel like love based copy is better than fear. It's because um, you know, to me, fear to, to me, what's going on with fear? Sorry about that. Uh, so to me, what's going on with fear is when you build something with fear, you. I mean, it can work in the short term. So I don't want to. I don't want to give the impression that um, that you can't actually build a business and make money using fear. You absolutely can. Uh, and and in some cases, in some ways, it's almost easier because um, you know there, because fear is, is 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 very strong. And and you can tap. And especially like you know what a lot of times what people what you see in in traditional direct response copy or traditional direct or traditional sales. Is you tapping into shame, you know, or you know this whole area of like, well, if you're really serious about, you know, whatever, building your business, losing weight, you're gonna, you know, you would jump on this, and if you don't jump on this, then you're not, you're not that serious, you know, that kind of level of kind of shame, um, the fear, you know, kind of just worsening into people's head, like what the what the worst possible thing absolutely could be, and tapping into that fear that it's going to happen unless they take advantage of it, you know, it's. It's, it's a very powerful emotion, and because so many people are uncomfortable 
feeling their fear, it's easy to tap into it and use that as a way to um, change behavior, to to access behavior. Um, So that's why that's why fear works now but the problem is is that is that when you bring people in with fear uh then that the the that's where buyer's remorse can come in because once sort of like the initial uh fear wears off then the um, they, I mean, then that's when they start to question because, you know, they might have just, they might have just bought, they probably just bought. In fact, in a lot of cases, when you use fear to get somebody to come in, they're buying because they're, because it's, it's like, it's a way to make themselves feel better. You've, you've touched on their fear. And so to, to make themselves feel better, feel better, they've actually bought your product. So then they have the buyer's remorse kicks in later. Um, that because it, because now it's it's it's, it's kind of like it's kind of like when you take it you know like if you if you whatever you do to escape the fear-based emotions like if you have a couple uh, too many uh, drinks of alcohol if you have that entire carton of rocky road ice cream uh, you go on a buying spree you start an argument you know all of those sort of knee-jerk behaviors that we uh, engage in to to not to kind of distract ourselves from feeling our fear-based emotions when we after we've actually distracted ourselves and come around there's usually a level of remorse and guilt but that's and that's it's it's no different than buying so this is why you end up with all these people with sort of buyer's remorse and you can have a higher refund rate because of that you, you probably have also heard that uh, you know some people saying that if you don't have a 10 there are some gurus out there that teach if you don't have a 10 percent refund rate you're not selling hard enough and while i think that's an interesting thing to talk about and it's another it's an interesting way to look at refund rates as another perspective so you're not afraid of it on the other hand to if you know what you're what's really happening is you're selling so much that at least 10 percent of the people who bought never should have bought in the first place and you know, and how many, how many more of those, you know, of those people who also shouldn't have bought, but were sort of manipulated into buying, and but but aren't going to refund. You know, you're kind of banking on that kind of higher level. So, so your refund rate will be higher. And then the other thing that will be higher because you're tapping into fear, uh, and you're and you and you will have more people than you know buying than 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 really you know, that really need your product or are looking for your product, um, you're going to have, there's going to be a higher level of dissatisfaction. Uh, so it's, it's, so it will over time hurt your brand. Um, you know, it, cause it, it will cause an erosion because, you know, these are the people who are going to, you know, complain about, your your product, um, you know, maybe they won't refund, but maybe they'll simply, you know, complain about it or tell other people about it. Or maybe they won't say a word unless somebody asks, and then they'll kind of tell them in secret. But really, how many of these people out there does it take before you really start having an erosion of your brand? Mm-hmm. So that's, that's why fear is a problem. Um, conversely, with love, when you bring people in because people are educating, you know, you're educating and then you're stepping back and letting people make a decision, this is how you attract, like, your really strong fans. You'll have a lower refund rate. I'm not going to say you're going to have a zero refund rate because that's just not possible. <laughs> um, but, it, you know, it's, it will be lower. Um, and, uh, and you know, in, t- in some cases it will be zero. But, um you know, but, you know, if you do get refunds every now and then, I mean, that is just kind of, you know, I mean, mistakes happen. Um, 
and you and these this is where you're going to get like you know your your raving your your fans who will love you love what you're about will tell everybody about you this is how things will grow you you even if you do uh, you know, ha, you know, I mean, we're, we're, everyone is going to run into, you know, clients that are not a good fit. But people who have built strong love-based businesses, they're the ones that have a very high respect in the industry, and they've got a lot of trust built, inherent trust. So even if you, so it's, it, so there's a lot, so there's a lot of, uh, you know, trust and respect in that. So that's what you have for doing the love, when you do the love-based. In terms of how it sounds, you know, part of what you're really doing is it, it's love-based copy is really, it's, it's, it's not that you're, a lot of, and I can teach kind of some of the foundational pieces of it, but to me it's really, it's a lot of it has to do with your come from. This is like actually one of the foundational pieces. If you are coming from a place of educating and letting people make their own decisions on whether or not they want to move forward to you, um, that energy is going to, so it's going to feel different, the copy, than fear-based copy, which is going to sound very pursuing and manipulative, and, and there might even be an element of desperation in it. Hmm. Hmm. That's really interesting. So it's really about, it's, it's, it, there's, um, when you read it, it's, 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 um, I mean, that's really where some of the differences is, is that it just, it feels better. It feels like you are, you know, sort of treating people like grownups and adults and letting them make their own decisions, which again is also can, can be scary because a lot of fear based, I mean, we all have, well, I don't should say we all, many of us have control issues <laughs> and, it's very scary for us to let go of control, and which is another reason why fear base plays right into it because you, you, you don't, you try to control the other person unconsciously, of course. But, uh, love base is really about you relinqu relinquishing control and you letting your, you know, having a conversation, educating, and then stepping back and letting your ideal prospect make the decision whether you not, whether or not they want to work with you or not. And that can be a very scary place to be, especially if you really, really, really need the money. So it can be terrifying to do that. But if you can, you can, at, at the end of the day, you can end up building a much more solid, respectful, trust-filled business than doing it the other way. Well, I mean, it's the difference between chasing the dollars and chasing, you know, the result. Exactly. So, what, what are the, you said, um, you said this is one of the foundational pieces. What are the other foundational pieces you've got to have in place? So the three foundational pieces that I, that is, you know, is really a good place to get started is first of all to know particularly who your ideal clients are. And, uh, and, and specifically who your ideal clients are. And, uh, because, the, and I like ideal clients better than target market or niche market because to me, target market and niche markets are very externally based. Um, and I, and like kind of demographics and ideal client is really about to me internal, like values, almost psychographics, but, but even deeper than that, you know, really getting to know what, what, what your ideal, what, what their values are, what's keeping them up at night. Um, what, what they, what, you know, what they're really, what, you know, what their, their secret wishes are. Really get to know them as you would a friend. Because part of really what, one of the, one of the other keys that I've really found is that the more you can inject passion into your copy, I mean, passion, you know, one of the, okay, so one of the things that fear-based, uh, copy uses to get people to, um, uh, buy is a lot of, you know, fake urgency, 
uh, well, it might not even be so fake, but I mean, it's, or it could be over the top urgency. <laughs> Maybe that's a better way to say it because, because you know, they still will put deadlines in, um, and, and deadlines in and of themselves is not, is not fear-based, but when you make it really over, you know, very over the top and hypey, you know, and you know what I mean, like you just, that I mean that when it's all that, all that focus on it. So fear-based obviously taps into fear of missing out, fear of, Letting this thing slip through, um, you know, all of that. It, it, it's tapping into that. That's what it's using to get people to buy right now. So if you don't tap into that, so what's the way that you can kind of get, you know, talk, you know, what's 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 that way you can inject urgency without making it over the top and fake? Well, one of the ways to do that is to use passion. Because people, that's what a lot of people are looking for. They're looking for passion. You know, they're, they're passionate about transforming their life. They're passionate about, uh, what, you know, whatever it is that, you know, whatever it is that they want, they want the solution that they're looking for. So if you can tap into that passion, that emotion, that's going to really help. So, and the, and one of the ways that you can do that is to really get to know who your ideal client is. Uh, cause if you know who they are, you can talk to them as you would a friend. I mean, you can really write like a love letter to them. So that's the, that's, that's the first. Uh, and then the second thing is to really understand, uh, you know, what's, what's keeping them up tonight or their pain. And I don't particularly think pain is necessarily fear-based. Um, I think pain is actually love-based. I mean, it, because, you know, in our life, there are people who are born that can't feel physical pain. And those people tend to not live very long because pain is a way that your body lets you know that there is a problem. So if you, if you can't, and if your body can't tell you there's a problem, then, you know, you could die. So pain has a place. Um, and, you know, we need pain, you know, pain helps us grow emotionally. Pain helps us grow spiritually. You know, it's, it's, it is a part of our life. Now, suffering is not. Suffering is when it takes place in your head, and it's usually when your fear-based emotions gets involved and you start worrying or you start getting angry or something else, and you kind of magnify the pain. And that's what that's what um, fear-based copy and marketing really does, is it magnifies the, the pain and turns it into suffering. So I'm not saying that you should do that, but... Definitely um, acknowledging in a respectful matter people's pain is definitely part of love base because, quite honestly, your ideal prospects are in pain. Because if they weren't in pain, then they wouldn't need what you have. But they are in pain, and to not respectfully acknowledge that is very disrespectful, actually, um, because they are in pain and they're looking for a solution. So it's kind of like the way, the right way to use pain, and you know, and the right way to address it, and not turn it into suffering. And the last one is really that mindset piece or the come from, because if you personally are, are caught in fear and this is you, you know, be, be gentle with yourself. We've all been there. This is not about judgment or making you, making you feel bad or beating yourself up. This is about you just understanding so you can move forward. But it, you know, it's very, if you really, really, really need money to come in the door, it's very, very hard to, uh, you know, to, to, you know, come from this from a, from a matter of, you know, being, a, you know, committed but not attached because you're afraid. So then you want to get it, you want to attach, you want to attach to the outcome, you want to attach to the sale. Um, 
you know, attach the money coming in. And once you get attached like that to, uh, to a, a, a very particular specific result, that's where slipping into fear, fear-based, um, uh, uh, you know, tactics becomes very easy because you yourself are in fear. So what I like to try and recommend you to do is, first off, I don't want you to not feel your fear-based emotions. That's, that's absolutely not what I'm saying to do. But, there is a time and place for everything. And when you're getting ready to write your copy or you're ready, getting ready to get on a sales call, um, I would say, I would encourage you to take a minute and really just, um, you know, put, you know, put your fear-based emotions aside as much as you can, you know, put the feelings of scarcity and, you know, do what you can to, to really, you know, get into emotional mind, uh, an abundance love-based mindset, at least for the next hour or whatever it takes for you to do what you need to do. And then you can go back to feeling the fear-based emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, but gratitude is a, is a good way to do it. Affirmations, you know, going outside and grounding yourself. But, but, you know, as much as you can to just temporarily, um, you know, you know, switch your mindset around that I think that would, that would really help, uh, to, 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 uh, you know, to actually come from this, from a, from a love based perspective. Tell me, um, I feel like we, we learn from other people's mistakes, hopefully. Um, what are, what's, what would you say is the biggest mistake you've seen people make when they, they try to start moving into the love based copy, um, mindset oh that's a really juicy one um i think one of the one of the biggest mistakes is they slip back into fear um and it's it's you know for a variety of reasons one of them is is they they start doing the love based and it doesn't really work or at least they're perceiving that it's not working um, so then they, they feel a little desperate and so they slip back into fear and then the whole thing gets screwed up and then nothing works. So the, the thing is, is that you have to kind of pick a horse and ride it. So if you want to do fear base and do fear base, um, if you want to do love base and then do love base, but you can't do both. You can't just like, you know, you know, flip flop between them. That's just confusing and, and it doesn't, it, it doesn't work. Um, and it tends to just get it just it tends just to mess everything up. So the way to do it is is in in, in is to if you're going to commit, then commit. Now that doesn't mean if you slip up and make a mistake, you can't recover. That's not what this means at all. But what this means is as best you possibly can, um, pick you know stay in love base as much as you can, and. Just you, and, and so there's a certain amount of trust and there's a certain amount of surrender that needs to happen because the reality is, um, it may be slower, uh, than you, than you, than you want. So you have to trust that all is well and it's all going to end, it's all going to end well, even if right now it doesn't look exactly the way you want it to look. And that's what I mean about not being attached to a certain outcome because the more attached you are to something looking precisely the way that you want it to look, uh, that's, that's when things can get messed up. So like if you're doing a launch and you want 20 sales and only five have come in and, you know, and, and, and the launch is ending tomorrow, you know, in, and at this point you wanted to have, you know, at least 10 or 15, you know, that, 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 you know, that can be a, a problem that can make you feel very panicky. Um, so, 
the way to do it though is to is is if you and that's when a lot of people switch into fear and and switch into other things to try to to get more sales and then what typically happens is everything gets messed up um and and you don't get the sales that you want so a better way to do that is to trust the process and then just know that there's lots of ways money can come to you and just because they don't come to you in this launch i mean maybe this launch you aren't going to get 20 sales maybe you are going to only going to get you know five or seven but then what happens maybe what happens is two days after your launch ends because you've stayed in a love based way you get a vip client and you then and that's more than enough money than uh than what the what the launch with what what having 20 sales in the launch would have brought you but if you had slipped to fear see you would have missed that client so that's what i mean about trusting the process and trusting and surrendering to however things show up totally makes sense totally makes sense all right it is time for our resource of the week so michelle tell me this how can my listeners find out more about you and how you're helping entrepreneurs to succeed worldwide so my my blog lovebased uh, lovebasebiz.com it's got uh, it's it, i mean that's really what it is it's really about giving you the tools and tactics to really dig in and you know and do and and how you can do that lovebased business lovebased marketing lovebased copywriting the whole bit and it, you have a podcast and i have a, a web tv show and then you also i also have a free book there that you can download which is how to start a business you love and that loves you back so that's also on the blog as well so that's at www.lovebasedbiz.com that's l o v e b a s e d b i z.com correct yep perfect folks after this podcast get out there go download that book um watch the videos listen to the podcast again this is a different way of getting fabulous results that you know allows you to put your head down on the pillow at night so pretty darn important so michelle i always like to end my podcast with one uh what i consider to be a telling question so if you could give business owners just one solid piece of advice to either help their business or more importantly help them to live a better life what would that piece of advice be uh to not compare where they're at um and and what where they perceive other people are so it's so easy for us to look especially with social media you know we get online and we say oh my god everybody else is so farther along than i am and what's wrong with me and the reality is is that you know i, I mean i've been blessed that i that i i do work behind the scenes with a number of very successful entrepreneurs and and also ones that you know you haven't heard from I've worked with famous famous successful ones and 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 not so famous ones and the reality is is that you have no idea what's going on under the hood they could be a totally a total hot mess i mean you really don't know and so um i i mean i've known people i've, I've known people who were posting in front of you know pictures in front of the Ritz Carlson while they're filing bankruptcy papers and actually throwing their team members under the bus because they couldn't pay them. So, you know, it, it's you really don't know what's going on. Now that's a dramatic case, but the point is 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 um comparing yourself and I mean and I and I have to remind myself of this too. It's a pointless activity. So, um and all it does is take energy away from other people and you are in the perfect place and just put your head down and and keep moving one step forward at a time and that's that's all you can do i love it 
Love it. I love it. Michelle, thank you so much for joining me today. I know how busy your schedule is, and I truly appreciate you carving out some time for us and sharing some wisdom. This has been fabulous. Well, thank you for having me. I love sharing this. Absolutely. The pleasure is ours. Folks, that is all the time we've got today. Thanks so much for tuning into The Real Deal with Jason Silverman. For more info about private coaching or to see if you'd benefit from one of my mastermind groups, visit me over at www.jasonmsilverman.com. I look forward to helping you achieve the success that you truly deserve. Until next time, let me leave you with this. Get out there and be the real deal. Set a goal, make a plan, work like hell towards it, and achieve the success that's waiting for you. Now's the time. Get out there and make it happen. This has been Jason Silverman, and I hope you have a spectacular week. You've been listening to The Real Deal with Jason Silverman. To access the great resources mentioned in the show and for information on coaching and mastermind group opportunities with Jason, please visit jasonmsilverman.com.